0: College is an experimental time for many. And God knows Jonah wanted to experiment, but he wasn't getting any takers. It's your approach, Jonah. You come on way too fast and too bluntly, suggested Chrissy, trying to be helpful. We were in the delightfully named but blandly curriculumed human sexuality, gathered in a group to discuss and critique one another's papers. Crenshaw, our professor, was of the Counting the Days Until Retirement Variety and liked to have us divide off into groups for peer critique pretty much all the time, while he quietly ferreted away to his office to grit out plans for his future lakeside cabin. We would talk about each other's papers for a while, and then spend the bulk of the class just gossiping wildly and talking randomly, and since the conversations were spin-offs of our paper subjects, and since we were all young and away from home— The topic of wildness and randomness was pretty much always a variation on the same theme. It was also freshman year, which meant we were all saturated with humanities, and all those Greeks and Romans did was fight and do it, fight and do it. You have to approach people gently and at the right time, Jonah, or you'll just scare them off or have them think you're a lecherous perv, continued Chrissy. I am a lecherous perv, said Jonah. That may well be, said Chrissy. But you have to at least make a moderate effort to conceal that or people will just run from you and your reputation will precede you. None of us brought it up, but we all knew, mainly from personal experience, that Chrissy's warning was actually late. Jonah's reputation already preceded him. Jonah's preferred mode of operations was to find a couple at a party and latch on to them, fetching them drinks, touching them repeatedly, giving them both shoulder and neck rubs, then trying to get them to take him home with them when they appeared ready to leave. I'd seen it happen at countless parties on and off campus, but I'd never seen it happen successfully. There were those, actually Jonah chief among them, who insisted that it had happened. If Jonah had been a girl, things might have been a lot easier. But Jonah chose guy-girl couples who 99% of the time might have said yes or maybe to a girl, but no thank you to a guy. Usually a pretty firm and sometimes without the thank you to a guy as obviously twitchy and desperate and touchy and creepy as Jonah acted. He also optimistically would approach girl-girl couples who wanted even less part of what Jonah hoped to offer. There was even an unofficial drinking game devoted to Jonah's maneuvers at some parties. If a bottle was being passed around, whoever was holding it, at the moment Jonah was visibly shot down, had to finish whatever was left in the bottle. If Jonah was successful, the person holding the bottle had to go out and bring back drinks for everyone in the room or give them all five bucks. But luckily, again, no one ever witnessed this happening. You have to learn to be more subtle, Jonah said Angela, who was Cuban and incredibly gorgeous and had, along with her roommate and her boyfriend and once her visiting sister, been unsuccessfully propositioned at dances and parties by Jonah. If you just go up to people and say, how's about you take me home with you, that isn't sexy. It freaks people out. And you certainly shouldn't suggestively let your hand linger over your groinal area as you say it, I added. Remembering an especially uncomfortable moment of the orientation group outing I had been on with Jonah at Bagby Hot Springs. And also, poker doesn't become strip poker unless everyone agrees, said Chrissy firmly. It's best to have the couple ask you to come home with them. You can't ask for a ride and then once you're in the car say, let's all just go to you guys' house added a guy named Sean, who, though I wasn't sure, also seemed to be speaking from experience. And you can't hit on people when you're obviously and audibly really super sick, said Angela. That was an allergy, said Jonah. Now, it may seem like we were ganging up on him, an image he would have savored and subtracted clothing from. But the truth was, we were honestly trying to give advice. Everybody liked Jonah. Jonah. It's just that no one wanted to satisfy his budding and bizarre sexual appetites at least not in the numbers that he wanted it was sometime later the topic of the class before we broke off into groups had been censorship of erotic material in the new puritanicals or something equally unsexy but someone had brought in a 70s paperback a paperback well thumbed through by its previous owners and And the title and topic of this paperback was Etiquette for Swinging, and we were passing it around and laughing and continuously going back to the extensive black and white photo section in the middle. All of these guys look like my dad back when I was young, shuddered Angela, passing the book on to Sean. I think one of them might have been my dad, said Chrissy. I'm serious, you guys. I have read journal entries that I cannot unread. Was your dad an Aquarius, asked Sean, because according to this guy's chest medallion, that's what he is. Listen to this. The modern orgy, chapter 12. Many times the party vibe will give way to a certain tingle in the air, the promise of something more. The unplanned orgy can be a beautiful meeting of body upon body where gender blurs and gives way to the mellow sensation of skin on skin. Hands and mouths and love areas all pulsating as one in a slippery, sticky celebration of... It does not say slippery, sticky celebration, Chrissy said. Give me that. Great. Now I'm horny, announced Jonah to no one in particular. I'm horny in my pulsating love area. The planned orgy, said Chrissy, reading aloud, is trickier to pull off effectively. Oh, I'm trying to think of a joke there, said Sean. Oh, no, I've got nothing. Wait, like my pants? No, sorry. But for the well-experienced, who has cultivated a wide and diverse group of swinging friends, Chrissy continued, such an undertaking can reap rich rewards. Some grass or wine can be employed to mellow initial hang-ups, but not to the point where judgment is impaired. Colorful bowls of condoms placed in likely locations are a thoughtful and considerate touch. Try scattering some candy in the bowls as well for a touch of whimsy. By place them in a likely location, do they mean just below my zipper? Asked Sean. No, that was bad. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, candy. What, What? That's not a Reese's, said Angela. Is there a photo for that chapter? I asked, leaning over Chrissy. No, she said. Well, yes, but it's just three hands touching in front of a lava lamp. Jonah was uncharacteristically silent. Beanbags, Chrissy screamed. They recommend beanbags for orgies because of the, listen to this, their ability to conform to any human shape as well as serving to comfortably bolster up areas for a quick and easy change of position. Oh my God. Oh my God. They advise you to lightly coat the surface of the beanbag chair with Pam or other nonstick cooking spray. Oh, ooh, you'd be like human Jiffy Pop bolstering up the pulsating love area is getting too clinical for me i said you guys my mom had like cans of pam in the cupboard when i was growing up all the time said angela with a worried expression and i never once saw her using it for cooking seriously though said sean seriously can you imagine your parents or any of your teachers being all into this in the 70s somebody was doing this Oh, my God, can you imagine Crenshaw? He's all bent over a beanbag. No, 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 stop, said everybody, all the girls anyway. I'm having one, said Jonah quietly. A vision of Crenshaw over the beanbag, asked Chrissy. No, said Jonah. An orgy. If it's a planned event and people know what's expected and prepared beforehand and they show up, that's like a sure thing. And everybody's curious about orgies. I'm having one. What are you guys doing? Okay, Uh, what are you guys doing weekend after next? No, said Angela. No way. I read the secret history. This is going to end up with a dead farmer and us hiding from the cops and freezing attics or something. I'm not talking about a full scale here comes Dionysus orgy, said Jonah. More like the 70s type orgy, only without the mustaches. Godspeed, buddy, said Sean. More power to you, but you are on your own with this one. You know, I have... I have always wondered how those things get started, said Chrissy. I mean, the planned ones. Everyone's in the room, right? And they've had some food and there's maybe candles lit. Does one couple just start going and then everybody sort of adds themselves on one by one? Does somebody just shout go and like fire a starter's pistol and everyone strips as fast as they can? Maybe it's more like Red Rover, suggested Sean, only naked. I'm serious, you guys, said Jonah. Say you'll come to my orgy. I'll go if I don't have to touch anybody and vice versa, said Angela. And I don't want to look at anybody and I don't want anyone ever looking at me. I'll go if these girls will be there, said Sean, flipping through the middle picture section of the book and landing on one photo of a cluster of women striking a Charlie's Angels pose if there had been seven angels instead of three and if two of them had been African-American twins with huge afros and if they had all been nude. You could have, like, the Ohio players on, said Angela, starting to get into the swing of the fun of planning, if not the actual swing, and beaded curtains and, oh, fondue. You've got to have fondue. And pop rocks, I said. A girl in my dorm swears by her boyfriend's use of pop rocks, Chrissy told me. Seriously? Can you still buy pop rocks, I asked her. I know the answer to this now, yeah, of course. You know what you should never, ever, 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 never, never, ever, never, ever, 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 ever try, asked Angela, Tiger Balm. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, said Chrissy, chocolate fondue would be okay, but I was thinking cheese fondue, and cheese fondue gets really hot, and it tends to drip, and you could let it cool, but after a while, I bet everyone would start to smell kind of like feet. That's just gross. Oh, no, that's another thing, said Angela. I hate feet. I hate my feet, and I hate looking at anyone else's feet, and I hate touching anyone else's feet. You hate feet? I asked her. Feet are disgusting. All feet, said Angela. I'd go to an orgy if I didn't have to touch anybody and no one looked at me and if everyone wore shoes. They do in porn, said Sean, at least the girls. Oh, yeah, porn, said Chrissy. So do you think in an orgy you should have porn playing for like inspiration or would it be distracting or would it be sort of like an unfair challenge? Porn playing while you were doing it would be kind of like an orgy, I said. Kind of sad one. We looked over at Jonah. Jonah. He was writing quickly and furiously in his class spiral. Jonah, said Chrissy, are you taking notes? Yes, kind of, said Jonah. I'm serious, you guys. I'm throwing an orgy. Having it, hosting, whatever. You can come or not come, but I'm still having one. Oh, there's a joke there, too, said Sean. Oh, damn it, nothing. I suck. That's what Jonah's hoping, said Chrissy. "But ow, bow bow So, okay, listen, Jonah, said Angela. Can we help you plan it, even if we don't go? Yes, yes, said Jonah, flipping to a fresh page. You really should come, though, he added, and you should bring, oh, what's her name, that girl you used to live with, the one with the ass like a halved cantaloupe. It's the use of phrases like that, Jonah, said Chrissy, that's going to be what keeps people from having sex with you in droves. It was fun planning, though, and for the next couple of weeks of class, that's pretty much all we did. Jonah made out the guest list which started out as every person whose name he knew and then ran along the lines of the fantasy ideal and finally was whittled down to the plausible and possible. Angela went to thrift stores in search of bean bags, beaded curtains and lava lamps. Sean stole a daily allotment of brightly colored condoms from the free bowl inside the door of the nurses' center. I dug out a paper I had written earlier in the semester on aphrodisiacs and recommended to Jonah that he have on hand, besides the usual chocolate oysters and strawberries, the following, clove, ginger, red pepper, peaches, ginkgo nuts, bananas, garlic, asparagus, basil, pomegranate seeds, and celery. Not garlic, gee," said Angela. You'll stink and all the other Orygians will shun you. I like the smell of garlic on people, said Sean. Speaking of smell, said Chrissy, not asparagus either. Everybody here already knows it will make your pulsating love area goofy stinky. The big one is actually celery, I said, at least in this one text. Celery has androsterone, which is a male hormone that's supposed to make women all super aroused. Plus, it's non-fat, Nate, said Angela. It takes more calories to eat than it adds. No, that's a myth, said Chrissy. Jonah, are you writing down celery in all caps, asked Sean. Yeah, you go. Oh, yeah, he is. And he's underlining it. And red wine, said Chrissy. That does it for me. For me, it's gin, said Angela. Gin or Jägermeister. I'm with Chrissy. Red wine, I said. For me, I'm going to have to say it's two chicks making out, and one is Asian and the other one is wearing high knee socks, said Sean. I don't think I'm going to be able to afford all this, you guys, said Jonah reviewing his list. I don't suppose cold paps and bags of Funyuns are on a list of aphrodisiacs anywhere? It depends on where you put the Funyuns, said Sean. I'll tell you a secret. I'm wearing one now. Another thing that's not really a secret, but might come as a surprise for those thinking about the ancient Roman orgy, Traditionally, about the Bacchanalia, the big Dionysus one, was that although men joined in the festivities before the celebration got banned by the Senate in 186 BC, in the beginning it was only women who participated. Jonah should have been so lucky. He put invitations in mailboxes, he oiled up bean bags, he thoughtfully and considerately placed colorful bowls of condoms with candy in likely locations, and finally, in a surge of optimism, he put up flyers all over campus and even businesses beyond. Many people did actually show up. They were ready to participate. And sadly, they were every single one of them straight guys. I guess the one silver lining on that lonely, frustrating, frustrating night was none of the straight guys were Crenshaw. Crenshaw.